0: Hey, what is going on, guys? It's is DK back at you with another video here to break down the two game NBA DFS slate on Wednesday. Uh, hopefully, we can get some competitive games. Uh, both games tonight, random blowouts. No one likes those for DFS or for player pop betting. Uh, the sponsor of today's video, guys, is No House Advantage. If you guys are not on No House Advantage, you can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. It'll be linked down below. Uh, But it is a player prop site where you can build uh, two, three, four, five, up to six player props, uh, come up to 21 extra money, slightly different payout structures. You can read the rules, um, but they have a ton of different uh, sports and you can mix and match as well. So if you guys want to give it a try, make sure to use that code. Again, my recommendation is take advantage of all the free money that you can, um, like I do with other uh, sports books. And uh, if you guys are looking for more enough content, check my Patreon link down below. We full swept the board yesterday on prize picks. I uh, had a phenomenal night, almost 140K in the showdown last night, ended up winning 600 off $18 up to it. But today, again, both games, blowouts, uh, did not have a winning day, but it is what it is. We'll bounce back, still up huge from uh, last night. So that's the recap of everything. Hope you guys had a good night. And uh, yeah, let's talk about this slate. So Miami, New York's the first game here. On the Miami side, you got Jimmy Butler at 9-7. I mean, It's Jimmy Butler, right? Nice eligibility, should play 40-ish minutes. Uh, He's had phenomenal playoffs. I think he looks pretty good. I played Bam in a bio last slate at low ownership, worked out in a pretty big way. I think he's more of a contrarian play. He's been relatively low on recently. I think he'll be low on again, even after a solid game from him last game. Uh, Then you got Lowry and Vincent, kind of in the mid-range. Lowry should play, you know, mid-high 20s minutes. A guy that'll come off the bench uh, can staff, stuff the statue. Gabe Vincent has really struggled with the shot of late, one of eight, one of seven. So his minutes have ticked down a bit. But if you get a game where he's shooting well, he can go for 30 plus. So we've seen the floor from Vincent. Maybe Lowry's a little bit safer. But Vincent does have the shooting guard eligibility. And then Max Schreuse finally got him right last late. Um, you know, went for 31 fancy points in 37 minutes. That's, that's the type of ceiling that he has. But he also has this type of floor when I also played him at negative one fancy points. So. Uh, Stu's more your, of your tournament play uh, guy with the ceiling Kevin love we kind of know what we're gonna get from him we're gonna get low 20s minutes he's going to play a shift in the first quarter uh, you know a few minutes in the second quarter, a shift in the third and then it's not going to come back um so he's just kind of there I don't want really to see the massive ceiling on him unless something really weird happens you get like bam foul trouble or something um Cale Martin's 4-2 I mean he, you should see mid-20s minutes from him I think he's a reasonable value the prices come down a bit on him he's in the 5K range now he's down to four two. Don't really feel good with anything else. Duncan Robinson, he'll back up Struce. He shot one of eight last game. If Struess really struggles, um, you have seen games where Duncan Robinson has got extended a bit, but just a tournament dart throw at that price point. You'll see a little bit of Cody Zeller, maybe a little bit of Haywood Highsmith, but neither of those guys are guys that I would really like to play. And then on the Knicks side, so do or die time here, obviously must-win game. You got Brunson 8-7, Randall 8-2. Uh, I think Randall will get more ownership, but I slightly prefer Brunson. Um, I just think in the playoffs, he's been the guy... Uh, Randall hasn't really looked great out there also playing with a bit of an injury too so I have interest in both these Knicks, it'll be interesting to see what the ownership is Um, I think I slightly prefer Brunson to Randall but I expect Randall to be a bit more popular RJ Barrett, 6'6", I mean it's kind of just there for me, don't love it, don't hate it Um, should see low to mid-30s minutes, could play more you have seen games, though, where the Knicks have not closed with him, which is a little bit concerning. Josh Hart moved to the bench, um, only played 22 minutes, but didn't follow out in that time, so I wouldn't overreact too much to the Hart minutes. I'm still expecting 30-plus minutes from him. But game-log watchers might see that 22-minute mark and say, like, oh, I gotta avoid him. I actually still think he's playable. Um, he just got massive foul trouble last game, and then with no um, manual quickly, you saw huge minutes of Quinn Grimes, 42 minutes. Again, though, I don't think we see 42, because Hart foul trouble, but... Grimes still a reasonable value play. It'll be interesting to see what the ownership difference is with Grimes and Hart. Um, Right, we kind of talked about that with Aiden and Landell, how we knew that everyone was going to play Jock Landell because um, you know the recency bias, and then no one wanted to play Aiden. Well, Aiden had smashed at very low ownership, right? You know, had a solid game, and and Landell was. Well, I don't know. I don't know if Landell is in a garbage time there. Maybe he'll he'll savage in garbage time, uh, which is pretty typical for DFS lately. But um, yeah, that's kind of like. We'll, we'll see what the ownership is. My guess is you're going to see pretty, uh, a lot of ownership to Grimes and very low ownership to Josh Hart. If that's the case, I think Hart would be a good tournament play. And then Mitchell Robinson, Isaiah Hartenstein, they're going to split the center position. Uh, you should see, I don't know, 25 to low 30s minutes from Mitchell Robinson. I think he's a reasonable play if he can stay out of foul trouble. Hartenstein will play whatever Robinson doesn't play. So last, uh, but not last game, but the previous two, he played 26 minutes because you got Robinson foul trouble. And that's really it. Top and will play the backup four to Randall. Probably won't play much. And you saw like a couple minutes of Miles McBride last game. Um, I can't go there. It was about four minutes. All right, Lakers and Warriors. So I'm really excited for this game. Uh, on the Lakers side, you got AD at 10-6, LeBron at 10-8. I mean, basically my same breakdown. I've been interested in both. I think the ceiling's a bit higher in AD. Really haven't seen like a huge, huge ceiling game from LeBron, but, you know, sub-10K, I think he's fine. Mid-range options, you got D'Lo and Reese. I think D'Lo has the higher ceiling. Um, But he also, you know, if he's not knocking down his shots, he can do that. Of course, I finally played Lo shoots one of ten. Like I said, uh, just been I like feel like I just cannot get in the like. I finally faded Bruce Brown today. I played Bruce Brown the previous two slates. Finally faded Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown nuke. Obviously, I told you guys about Michael Porter Jr. Right, that one slate where if he would have done what he's done the past three games, I would have won a tournament. But when I play him, he can't make a shot and gets benched. Um, And then it's with Lo, right? I faded Lo early in the series. Finally played him one of 10 shoot. Like sometimes that can happen. Yeah. I'm not going to overreact and like change my process. It's just sometimes you run bad. And that's kind of what I'm in outside of last night where I almost won uh, the showdown slate. Um, so yeah, no reactions for me. I'm um, just going to continue with my process. Just been running really bad recently, which is very tilting. And everyone knows that no one runs worse than me, right? If you guys watch this channel, no one runs worse. Um, so it's, it's, again, you guys know that, but Austin Reeves, um, I liked him a lot. Last night played him uh, a low ownership. He smashed, um, you know, he should play mid to high 30s minutes if he stays out of foul trouble. So both Delo and Rees think are solid plays. Schroeder at 4-1. He's been playing decent minutes in the series. Played 35 minutes last game. Again, they're going very small ball. Vanderbilt's not playing a ton. So I think Schroeder's a pretty good value. Um, Vanderbilt's 3-9. A little bit tough to go to him. Right now, the minutes have been ticking down on him. They've been ticking up in guys like Schroeder and up in Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker was a guy that I was pretty high on last slate, uh, went off, especially in the fourth quarter. Don't think we'd expect that again. You know, back-to-back kind of outlier performances from Lonnie Walker. So I think you've got to pump the brakes a little bit on him. It'll be interesting to see what the ownership is. But I think he's definitely solidified himself as a part of this rotation. So I do like Lonnie. I do like Schroeder. And then you'll see a little bit of Rihashi Moore, mainly right now playing the backup five. Um, if he shoots really well, they can extend them. But I would say he's more of just a contrarian play for me at the moment. Then finally, Golden State. I'm curious to see what they do with the starting lineup. If they start Gary Payton again, then I like Gary Payton. Played 23 minutes, did not close, but uh, was solid out there. Obviously, a good defender. So we'll see about that. Top in, guys. Steph Curry, 10K. I mean, he went for 75 for the L last game. The ceiling's massive on Steph. Um, you know, I think he's going to play every single minute he can. Clay Thompson. It's just one of those things where, like, it comes down to is he going to make his shots? If he's not making his shots, he has a pretty low floor. If he's making his shots, he can go for 40 plus. Um, So Clay, fine tournament play. Wiggins and Draymond, I feel like are your safest bets in the mid-range. Draymond played 37 minutes last game, did stay out of foul trouble. Andrew Wiggins uh, played 39 minutes, didn't do a ton, but the minutes were there. So I think Wiggins and Draymond relatively safe. Looney, 4.8K, only played 11 minutes last game. I mean, he really just had, the minutes have been ticking down on him. If you told me he played 20 plus minutes, I would like him a lot. But right now, unless he starts, it's kind of tough for me to go there. Um, If they start Gary Payton again, then I like Gary Payton. Played 23 minutes. I think he's a solid value. Don't think we can expect 7 of 9 shooting again from him. But a lot of those were dunks. DiVincenzo, uh, 15 minutes for 13 fancy points. He's okay. I, I feel like he's like an okay pivot off Payton if, if uh, Gary Payton starts. And you actually saw Moses Moody close that game. Um, He played 19 minutes. So this combination of like Payton, DiVincenzo, Moody are all in play. I don't think I get to Jamunco Green unless he starts. I'll be pretty surprised if he starts. So this combination of Payton, DiVincenzo, Moody, all in play. I think Payton will get the most ownership assuming he starts. And then Poole, I mean, that's a really cheap price point on Jordan Poole. He's been awful. He's been really, really bad. That doesn't mean, though, he can't do this, right? It doesn't mean he can't go for 30-plus. So, you know, Poole, like, right? Like, I know he's really struggled of late. I know. But everyone said that with, hey, you can't play DeAndre Ayton. What are you doing, right? And Ayton had a pretty solid game today. So... I have Anderson in Pool. Obviously, just tournament play. I think he'll still be in the rotation. I, I think he'll still at least su- see some rotation minutes. They need offense, and like I don't think you can continue to expect him to shoot like ten percent from the field. But I like Pool for tournaments. I think the group thing is everyone was completely avoid him, but I think he's still in play because if you get a game, you have to think of it like this. You can't, and, 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 as a GPP player, you cannot think of it of the downside. I never think of that. I think of what is the upside. Well, what is the upside on a guy like Jordan Poole? If he plays really well off the bench, they can close with him. He can play 25 to 30 minutes. This guy can go for 30-plus fancy points like he did here in Game 1 against the Lakers, going for 35 fancy points, right? So, yeah, tournament play, you, you always have to look at the upside more. I think people play it way too safe in tournaments. People don't take enough risks. Um, and you see that with you know, showdown sites, right? People just jam optimals. They jam in. Um, you know, the top, you know, one of the top projected lineups. They don't leave salary on the table and they just dupe with like thousands of people. Right? And people just don't take enough risk in tournaments. So I'm not saying to play Jordan Poole. I'm just saying I, I think he's definitely still in play for GPPs. All right, guys, so that's going to do it for the video. As always, I appreciate the support. Really appreciate you guys for watching. I hope you guys have a great night. Keep an eye on the price picks video I'll have up after this. And uh, we'll see you all in the next one.